Welcome to Truth Unbound. I'm your host, Walter Swaim. Thank you for being here. And today's issue or topic is hot, hot, hot this week. Uh, it is big. And uh, we're going to take a look at just a portion of it right here. Sense of, I don't have to be afraid to like, let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. This are, like I was just wherever I could just basically adding queerness to like, the, if you see anything queer in the show. But like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. All right, so we're at the table having this conversation, looking into God's word and uh, here at Truth Unbound. Again, I'm Walter Swain, uh, your host, and we try to always take a look at these kind of issues. Uh, we don't draw back or fear any of them. And we look into God's word to get the truth about them. How, it re how does his truth relate to the issues at hand? Uh, because God tells us uh, through the writing of Peter in the New Testament that he's given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So he doesn't leave us in the dark on how to live life according to his ways, his truth, and to glorify him as believers and followers in Christ. So in so doing, would you do this? If you'd like to know more about this, and as soon as these, these uh, podcasts come out uh, and also spread the word, would you click on like for this video? And then also subscribe, tapping on all notifications if you're on doing this on YouTube. And then make sure to share it with everybody you can. Follow us, share it, and then comment and reply as well so we can have a conversation about it. Well, anyway, thank you again for being here, and let's get right to it now. Okay, so Disney is in hot water once again, and it doesn't look like they care. So what is the issue? What's going on here? Well, let's look at Disney's diversity and inclusion manager, Vivian Ware, and let's see what she has to say. Last summer, we, we removed all of the um, gendered greetings in relationship to our life skills. So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's, it's hello everyone or hello friends. We, we are in the process of changing over those, those recorded messages. And so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the Magic Kingdom. We no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages. And we don't want to just assume because someone might be um, in, in our interpretation, maybe presenting as female, that they may not want to be called princess. So let's think differently about how do we really engage with our guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone. Okay, so, so she's their diversity and inclusion manager. Something is off here. Anyway, she's saying that they're trying to make sure no one of any gender is inadvertently left out. So let's remove the girls and boys and ladies and gentlemen intros. And they've already started doing that. But without this clip here of her saying that, it sounds like they're actually being deceptive by not listing the different genders out there in those public introductions. I mean, it kind of sounds deceitful to me. And if I were one of those now 30 plus genders out there, and I'm not mentioned in the intro, intro I, I'd kind of be offended by that. Well, here's Disney's production coordinator, or one of them at least, Alan March. 
Yeah, um, I've had the privilege of working with the Moon Girl team for the last two years, and they've been really open to exploring queer stories. And so I put together like a tracker of our background characters to make sure that we have like a, the full breadth of expression. And uh, we got into a very similar conversation, Carrie, of like, oh, all of our like gender non-conforming characters are in the background. And so it's not just a numbers game um, of how many LGBTQ plus characters you have. And so kind of the only way to have these like canonical trans characters, canonical asexual characters, canonical bisexual characters is to give them stories where they can like be their whole selves. Okay, so he's making sure that they have the full breadth of expression of genders and sexuality here in their children's films. So translation means let's make sure we have someone of the myriad genders and sexual attraction be fully uh, uh, presented in each production for kids. Hmm. Okay, well, let's listen to the president of general entertainment content, Carrie Burke. Um, to all of us, we, we had a we had an open forum last week at 20th where, um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh. It, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters. Okay, so moving on, um, this is Nadine Smith from the organization Equality Florida. When we react to this, a lot of us are reacting from the pain we experienced of being isolated and stigmatized in school. But we're also reacting from the reality that when they can erase you, when they can criminalize your existence, when they can demonize who you are, the next step is to criminalize you and take your kids. And we're already seeing that in Texas. So the slippery slope between these ugly messages, um, you know, emanating from legislative leaders in our state and then amplified by our governor, whose spokesperson immediately began calling everyone who opposed this bill uh, groomers, a.k.a. pedophiles. Okay, so by making a law that protects parents' rights over their children, we're criminalizing gay parents and taking their kids away? Really? Now, I've read the bill, or now it's a law. I've read it word for word in... I don't, it's a law about fortifying parents' protection of their kids. I don't see anything about taking their kids away. It's absolutely to the contrary. I am so confused now. Okay, so I was born and raised in Florida. I grew up in South Florida. Uh, I grew up on Disney, like a lot of us that grew up in Florida. I remember, I, I've lived long enough to remember when it first opened and dreaming of going there. Uh, I remember my parents taking me and a buddy of mine uh, there when we were kids, and I, I went there as a teen more than once. And then as a dad, my wife and I took our kids, and now as grandparents, we've taken our grandkids a couple of times and been with them there. It, it just it passes from generation to generation. You have all these great memories and uh, just everything that goes with it. And so it's kind of a personal heart issue here, what Disney does. 
and um, well, what we've seen lately has been extremely discouraging. You see, the idea of providing this imaginative world and the stories that, that it involves is to escape the real world for just a little while and enjoy these, these adventures and fun as a family. It also is supposed to be the place, Disney that is, that all people, regardless of who they are and believe, for the moment can enjoy this imaginative world and story side by side and in peace and having fun together. Um, now, let, look at Disney's mission statement. Here it is. The mission of the Walt Disney Company is to entertain, inform, and inspire people around the globe through the power of unparalleled storytelling, reflecting the iconic brands, creative minds, and innovative technologies that make ours the world's premier entertainment company. Now, let me take you back to the real core of what, what they say they do here. This is what they exist to do. That is to entertain, inform, and inspire people around the globe. Okay, so you read that, that the company specializes in providing fantasy and story and entertainment has now, with some exposed evidence, a leaked video, uh, to prove that they are allowing the outside world into that imaginative world. Yet this isn't why people are upset. They are now marginalizing the majority of their customer base and thousands of their employees as well, to force and coerce the sexualized agenda of the LGBTQ, etc. activist outside of and within the organization. So this has been boiling up underneath for, for weeks, and then the eruption finally came when Disney, though first saying it was going to stay neutral in this issue, supposedly, uh, buckled under the pressure of a very vocal and powerful special interest group to oppose Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, which is now law. Now, this has been a slow boil, like we said, for weeks, and then critics really misinformed the public by naming it the Don't Say Gay Bill. Now, those exact words are nowhere in the law, directly or indirectly. It's, a, it's not even implied. So what does it actually say and do? And this is the point of contention with the LGBTQ activists. It says here, and I quote from the law, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through, third, through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Now, meanwhile, in an anonymous open letter, conservative employees on the other end of this, interestingly enough, did not ask uh, the CEO and Disney to support or oppose the bill, but to please remain neutral in political issues and not alienate others who feel differently about those issues, either in the public or among their employees. So what does Disney do as most corporations are doing now? Well, now that the law has passed, they are doubling down and going full throttle to get the law repealed. Now, why is this a problem even for some liberals? Because they are coercing children to be exposed to sex and sexuality 
which they are not at a cognitive and emotional stage in life to be able to do. This group is also trying to do this in a deceitful manner, over and past the parents, through public educators who are paid through the taxes parents pay out of their hard-earned wages at their jobs, and through private entertainers, specifically here Disney, who are also paid through the tickets and merchandise these same parents pay for. So this is then not an education, but indoctrination of children, as well as the attempt to influence children against the wishes of their parents. Now, this explains legal and ethical reasons why so many oppose Disney and the LGBTQ activists in this. But why does the Christian, specifically the follower of Jesus, oppose all of this? What are the principles God gives us that would cause us as believers to stand firm against such advances of the sexualized culture? Well, it all starts here in the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Now, going to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 24, it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Now, I also want to add one more scripture out of Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. All right, so just with these verses alone, we could go on and on. God's truth tells us these following things. This is how it is understood and applied from God's point of view. Number one, we're made by God in his image and likeness. Secondly, that God made two genders only, male and female. Number three, that marriage is for a man and woman alone. Number four, that sex is for within marriage alone for the purpose of pleasure and reproducing other image bearers. Next, that sexuality does not identify us, being made in the image of God does. That God's truth is the reality and standard for all mankind, and nothing man does changes that. And then also, we are here to live for him. And we are here to live for him and in obedience to him and not against God and his truth. So all of this is why we as believers oppose the sinfulness and deceit that is in the world as manifested in this experience here with Disney and this, the opposition to this law. You see, we were once there where they were. We are sinners saved by grace. And by the grace of God, we have a new life and, and we're to represent him in this world now. We belong to him and love him and and then in Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 14, it's, Jesus tells us that we are a salt and a light. It says in Matthew 5, 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So we are like salt that preserves food by living a righteous life in our 
it at, at work or at home, in our relationships, in our business dealings, in our relationship to government, and, and our, even in our politics. We are a light to show them the way out of the darkness of sin to God's grace, mercy, and salvation. And so because of this value of living as God would want us to in every area of our lives and the culture, this issue here, we reject and defend our families and society against this deceitfulness and the immorality being pushed by these Disney leaders and others with them as revealed especially in these leaked videos and more. And so due to living and standing for the righteousness of God in the culture, we're not trying to make a point. It's, it should be a natural outgrowth of our love and relationship uh, with and to Jesus Christ. And so living and standing for that righteousness in the culture, we, we also know God's truth says that the role of government is to protect the people from evil and its influences. So we're involved in those efforts to support government when it promotes righteousness and laws to protect and preserve those values of righteousness. We oppose it as believers when government fails to fulfill its duty. And in our representative republic, we are given the opportunity to show our saltiness and light of the Lord in the processes protected in the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and other laws. Everyone is entitled to this, and we are too. There is also another very, very important aspect to this that most will not catch, and it's probably the most important one, actually. You see, when we compare what the world believes and teaches about mankind, and sexuality especially, with what God says about who we are and how we are made, it goes against the prevailing mentality of the LGBTQ, etc., activist. And you may be asking, well, what do I mean by that? You see, they are targeting children so ferociously through education and entertainment because children are malleable and influenced easily due to their early development and innocence, just like you and I were at that age. The LGBTQ activists believe that they are born with the gender or sexual attraction they believe they are. So they desire to groom children to discover early on in their lives that they are, well, pansexual or non-binary or gay, etc., and live out who they really are from, very, from a very early age. The problem is God's truth reveals to us that this is a lie, and interestingly enough, even secular scientific data has proven this as well. The reality is they are suggesting to the mind of a child with both deceptive and direct methods so that they begin to believe a lie and alter their lives away from what God has already made them to be as male or female in their very DNA and in their chromosomal makeup. You see, believer, also remember this. The prophetic implications are also evident. This battle with Disney and those it partners with to advance this liberal agenda past parents and the law is an example we are seeing played out real in real time of the cooperation of megacorporations with government to coerce people to do what they want people to do and believe what they want people to believe. And if they do, then they're rewarded. If not, they're punished based on their standards, not God's or the Judeo-Christian ethic 
that is uh, co codified in our Constitution and laws. So Governor DeSantis and legislators with him are standing in the way, so biz big business is punishing them until they get in line. This is all the forerunner of the one world government and economy talked about in Bible prophecies. There's something else we need to add and make sure that we remember also. Part of being a light for Christ in the world is not to hate or harm those whom we disagree with about these issues. Though we need to stand firm in the righteousness and truth of God, we are to do so by speaking the truth in love and to be as compassionate as possible to those whom we may oppose in these areas. It's not about winning an argument or to make them think we are better than they are because we are not. We are sinners saved only by God's grace. We were alongside them in one way or another in the past before we came to Christ, and we should never, ever forget that. So let's live out the gospel as well as speak it to others, even others with whom we disagree with in issues. It's about them seeing Jesus and going to him for mercy, not to us. Well, I hope this has brought maybe a, a little better understanding of the issues and some of the things behind it as well, and why we as believers feel and believe the way we do and should, and why we do, and, and what is the real purpose in it all, which is to lead others to forgiveness and life eternal in Jesus. Well, thanks again for being with me. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share, and comment. And until next time, continue to follow Jesus, and you'll follow the truth.